Good morning. It's good to be with you today. And uh, I miss not seeing you, but I'm just going to ask that you do one thing, that if this, uh, if this word of God is moving, you would just ask that you would uh, put an amen in the chat box. I really would appreciate that. So in Boston and around the country, we are mourning the death of Mimi Jones, who was a veteran civil rights um, worker who lived in Roxbury, who visited this church on several occasions and had the occasion to serve communion last year. As the news of her passing came, many tributes uh, from uh, national and local officials and community folks that knew her have just poured in. So we want to add our tribute to Mimi Jones this morning and dedicate this reflection to her. A champion of civil rights and a justice fighter. Will you pray with me? Oh God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you in your sight. Oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. The scripture that I want you to uh, just note this morning comes from the second book of Kings and it is simply a few lines and it goes like this. And Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. One day out of the clear blue, a man found himself surrounded in what seemed like a hopeless situation. Threats were on every side and it seemed like there was no way out. Frightened and confused, he ran to his boss, the prophet who was nearby. The prophet quickly reassured him that what he perceived was only part of the truth and far from the full picture. The man's eyes could only see the impending adversity, yet they were blind to the presence of God. And all he could see was danger. Have you ever responded to a circumstance in this way? As the saying goes, seeing is believing. But what about the times when we do not see the whole picture? Do we have the faith to know that God is at work and there's always more involved than what meets the human eye? Even now in our nation, as we face difficult times, we know that there are threats and adversity all around us. A growing number of people are becoming infected by the virus. And we're mourning the loss of over 150 people, our friends, our neighbors, our colleagues, our family members. We've lost them to the virus. Many people are worried about sending their kids back to school. Will it be safe? People have lost their jobs, their housing, their business, and the ability to feed themselves and their family. This is a time of great loss and suffering the pandemic has also made it clear that we can no longer ignore the deep systemic inequalities as civil unrest and protesters of all hues of color and ages have taken to the streets to lift their voices around the inadequacies. The disease of racism is not just a white policeman kneeling over a black man's neck and killing him. It is decades of neglect of housing policy and transportation and the like. We don't have to go very far to look for trouble because it's seeking us out. It demands our attention as we work to not pay it attention. It is demanding our attention and it is impacting our thought process 
and our mindset. But you know what? In these days, it is critical for us to know that there is more to the story of the circumstance that is screaming for our attention. There are other factors that are at play, like the fact that God is love and God is always working on our behalf for justice. God is the one who puts herself in harm's way to show love and care. We need to be reminded that we are not alone in this thing, my friend. In our scripture, we learn that the servant looked at the circumstance in front of him and just feared the worst. But our prophet saw it as an opportunity to move forward in confidence. His prayer was not to take the threat away or to remove the fear or to give strength. The prayer was simply this, open his eyes that he might perceive the truth, the whole story, the picture. Open his eyes so that he can see that God is in the midst of the storm and there's no reason to fear. Open eyes are what changes things in us and for us. Not only does opening our eyes cause us to silence our fears, opening our eyes empowers us to move in every circumstance with the confidence that God is in the picture. In 1964, a young girl of the age of 17, her name was Mimi Nail Ford Jones, joined other young activists in a swim-in at an all-white hotel swimming pool in St. Augustine, Florida. They were there to protest Jim Crow. The photos of the demonstration included one showing Mimi screaming while the manager of the hotel poured acid into the pool behind her. This became an iconic picture telling the story of racism around the world. In recalling the events of that day, Mimi reported that the police, fully clothed, jumped into the pool, not to help the protesters, but to arrest them. With open eyes, Mimi Jones saw the big picture of God, this God of justice and love at work in the universe and in her life. With open arms, she saw freedom not just for herself, but for others to be free. That's what we call selfless love. She could taste freedom and the right to vote that had been promised to black people after the Civil War. But these rights were systematically denied. And instead for decades, black people were brutalized and traumatized by state sanctioned lynching. It was not until people of courage in the 50s and 60s, people like Mimi Jones and John Lewis and many others that we can't even name this morning and her family came together to demonstrate, to protest, to pray and to challenge the Jim Crow segregation. They dismantled Jim Crow and her moment of protest propelled into lighting the fuse for the Selma March and the movement 
and the Voter Rights Act of 1964. Mimi Jones was my friend, and she was a friend of Old South Church. She looked at the world with open eyes, spiritual eyes, because seeing is not always believing. God invites us to open our eyes so that we can come up just a little bit higher and see the sunlight and to see the power and the majesty of God. So here's the point this morning as I wrap up. Open eyes are what changes things for us. Open eyes change things in us. Not only does the opening of our eyes cause the silencing of our fears, the opening of our eyes empowers us to move in every given circumstance with the confidence that God is in the picture. Seeing with open eyes enables us to do as our God does, love anyways as Mimi and the prophet showed us. Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. May this be our prayer this morning and for the week. Lord, open our eyes. Amen.